Comics. Comics. Welcome to ORP, otherwise known as Omen Revelations Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Nunley. And I'm your co-host, uh, Steve Sellers. On ORP, we like to talk about geek stuff, pop culture, including movies and TV series, as well as comic books and comic characters. Uh, but that's not all, is it, Mike? No, it's not, Steve. We're also writers for Omen, Omen Comics and Revelation Comics. So we like to talk about both writing and our comics. So podcast and chill with us. Today, in our second campaign special episode, we're going to be talking about my grim, dark Viking horror comic, Seder Number One, that is currently on Kickstarter. Uh, you'll find the link to the campaign in the episode description. Uh, Seder Number One is coming through Omen Comics imprint label, Revelation Comics, which I co founded with my friend and ORP co host, Steve Sellers. But we do something at Omen Comics and Revelation Comics that no one else is doing, don't we, Steve? Absolutely, we do. Uh, one of the cornerstones of all of our crowdfunding campaigns is what we call our digital guarantee, and we're doing this for Seder as well. So what is a digital guarantee, you may ask? Well, as fans ourselves, we're aware that not all crowdfunding campaigns have been able to deliver on their promises for whatever reasons. Um, that can understandably lead potential backers to be skeptical of new campaigns. So we want to meet you halfway. We want to assure you that we can deliver on what we're offering. Uh, the digital guarantee means that no matter whether the campaign is successful or not, you still will receive a digital copy of Seder Number 1 at the email address that you provide us. You'll get the exclusive variant cover, and honestly, Tazen does his best work on those variants, so you're getting the better part of the deal there. Um, there's no way to lose out even if we fail. Um, and we're doing this because we want you to trust in what we're offering, both with Seder and with any future campaigns we might do. But although our digital guarantee is important to us, uh, what matters most is what's between the pages. And we have a pretty cool story to show you with Seder. Um, Mike, why don't you talk about Seder and what it's about? I would love to. Um, I'm personally really excited about Seder number one. Uh, you know, I incorporate some of my heritage into a lot of my writing. In, in Omen Comics, there's a lot of my Irish heritage in there with all the Irish characters and Celtic mythology, as you well know, Steve. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm also Swedish, and I've always wanted to do something that involved Vikings and Norse mythology. And, and with, with Satan number one, uh, I definitely get to do that and more. You see, as most of our listeners probably know, I'm a huge horror fan. And while there are elements of horror in my other books, uh, at Omen Comics, Seder Number One is my first attempt at a straight-up grimdark Viking horror story. I basically threw everything but the kitchen sink as far as the elements go. Uh, there's brutal warfare and violence, uh, the undead, uh, love, magic, Norse mythology, and alternative history. I'm I'm really proud of Seder Number One too. Uh, in my opinion, uh, not to impugn my other work. Uh, but uh, of the 13 comics I've written and the four I've scripted, I think Seder number one is my best work. Yeah, I, I read the script for the, for the issue, and you definitely have reason to be proud of this one. Uh, your passion for the time period and the material really shows in that script. If you like historical warfare and Vikings pillaging and plundering, you'll get plenty of that. At the same time, uh, Omen First fans will also get the same kind of horror and dark storytelling that they've come to expect from titles like Omen and Gallowsmen. 
But Seder takes things a step further. Uh, Mike, do you want to talk about what our readers and backers can expect to see in Seder? Oh, definitely. I mean, a basic spoiler-free synopsis of uh, Seder number one would go like this. Um, in the spring of 792 AD, during raiding season, a Viking king named Ingvar and his small com- small army from Kust, which is in a city that which is a city that will one day uh, in what will one day be called Sweden, are, are at the Danish city of Iskist uh, in search of riches from King Victor. But things do not go as well as King Ingvar and his fighters had planned. While in the land, King Ingvar gives a vow of love to Avoba, which is a Viking witch, only to break at great great cost to his fighters, his family, and his kingdom. Uh, You've heard the phrase, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Well, that goes doubly so when that woman is a vulva. And (laughs) since we get a lot of chuckles about the witch being called a vulva, I feel like I should clarify something. Uh, The Viking word for witch is vulva, and that's spelled V-O-L-V-A with with an umlaut uh, over the O. Uh, this is not to be confused with the vulva female body part, which is spelled B-U-L-V-A, uh, with no omelette. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Uh, keep in mind that some of the, the words in Seder, including the title Seder itself, which is a Norse word for magic, uh, are for the purposes of authenticity in their original Norse format. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's honestly one of my favorite taglines that we've come up with, if I'm honest. Because I feel like that's the emotional core of the story and what I think sets Seder apart. It has that Shakespearean angle with a king who makes a tragic mistake and suffers for it. But it's really about a man who gets involved with the wrong woman, how love turns into hatred, and how destructive that is, both for Ingvar and for everyone around him. Uh, The horror is built around the complexity of human relationships and all the ways people ruin them. That's another reason why I feel Seder is a book that's worth picking up. You know, you make a good point there about King Ingvar's relationships being at the center of the horror and Seder. Um, it's like it's like the center of the spiral. Uh, Seder branches into supernatural and grim, dark violence and gore, but you nailed it on the head there. Relationships are at the core. Yeah, absolutely. The human drama is essential to a great story, and you will find that here. But although we're offering a pretty unique story, I'm sure our backers are interested in seeing what we're offering for the Seder campaign. Uh, so let's talk about what they're getting with this book. Uh, Mike, what can our backers expect if they support us? Uh, well, the comic itself will be 26 pages of story, uh, plus a couple uh, pages of uh, uh character sketches from co-creator artist uh, Tosin Awasika. Um, also, uh, there's going to be uh, four uh, cover pages for the interior and exterior. And the reason that is, uh, when you're stapling comics, uh, the page count has to be in denominations of four. So while the story itself is 26 pages, we had to bump it up to a total of 32 pages. Uh, the mini series itself is currently set to be three issues long. And once they're all completed, we're going to put it together in a trade. That, that sounds pretty good. Uh, you'll get plenty of hardcore Viking action in those three issues. But if you, you're hoping for some really cool extras, uh, you can also look forward to some really nice rewards as well. So, Mike, what can uh, readers expect aside from what's in the book itself? 
Uh, I think we have some nice goodies in this campaign if it's successful. Uh, for starters, each backer will be listed as a producer in the credits of the comic with a big thank you. Plus, you get uh, printed and digital copies of our exclusive Kickstarter Patreon variant cover of Seder Number 1 and the standard cover edition. We're offering a Seder t-shirt that has the cover art from the standard cover of Seder Number 1 and a 3x5, a giant 3x5 waterproof sticker as well. Uh, but we're also offering uh, some other comics and some artwork as well. Uh, can you tell us about those, Steve? Well, you're in luck. You can also get printed and digital copies of other Revelation comics titles in addition to Seder. That includes a Nigerian war story called Insurrection Box Operations uh, and my all-ages superhero comic called Blitz. Uh, Blitz is written by me and drawn by Tazen, and Insurrection is by Tazen with scripting by Mike. So if you want some art, we'll be offering the cover art for all of our Revelation comics titles. Uh, that includes Seder number one standard cover and all seven digital comics uh, from our parent label, Omen Comics, as well, including uh, Omenverse uh, number one, Seeds of Tetrad Omega, which contains uh, quite a few things. Uh, Omen number one and two, uh, White Druid and Michael Nero number one, and Gallowsman number one. Then to complete the collection and round everything all off, we've added White Druid, Michael Nero number two, Gallowsman number two, and uh, the recently released Guardians of Land number one. But we can't live on comics alone, um, much as we may love them. Uh, we do have to pay the bills to keep the lights on and the comics rolling out. So uh, we also have some good, talented people at Revelation and at Wicked Publishing who are helping to get these comics made. So that brings us to our funding goals for Seder. Uh, Mike, what are we asking for, and where is the money going to go uh, once we're funded? Well... Our funding goal is $1,742, and yes, it is $1,742, because that's exactly how much we need. Uh, that total goes straight to the pay straight to pay the people who have already put the work into the comic, like our artist Tosanawa Sika and our letterer Guido Martinez, who is in the process of lettering the drawn and colored pages now. Uh, the biggest chunk of the funds, $1,330, goes to the co-creator and artist, Tosin Awasika. Uh, the next chunk of $250 goes to uh, printing costs. Then another $120 goes to our letterer, Guido Martinez. And last but not least, we've added 2.5% of our gross for Wicked Publishing for handling their fulfillment of the campaign. Now, our goal here is to make Seder number one without going into debt. So we're asking for just enough to cover our major costs. We love telling stories and we have a lot of them to tell, but we're depending on comic enthusiasts with a heart to support indie comics to cover our costs. Right. Uh, it takes a lot of people to put a comic together. and As you can see, the costs add up. But for us, those costs are worth it and I hope they will be for you as well. Um, Seder is a book that's important for Mike to make and I think you'll see why once the book arrives. I know I want to see the finished product, especially after reading the script. Seder is something special, I think, and it embodies the spirit of what Revelationist Comics is about. Um, this line is for all our passion projects, all the stories we couldn't tell under the main open comics label. Uh, we want to make comics for Revelation that are experimental, crazy, and fun, both for us and for you as our readers. Uh, Seder for me is all those things, and I hope it is for you as well. 
I hope that you are as excited oh. as we are about getting your name listed as a producer on Seder number one. We want to get uh, Seder into your mailboxes and out into the world so you can see uh, the love uh, me and Tosin put and everyone else has put into this comic. So please follow our campaign and back us if you can. Thank you in advance for your contributions, shares, and faith in our project. We will do our absolute best to not let you down. I hope you've had fun hanging out with us today on ORP. I know that Steve and I have had fun making this episode. If you've had fun too, we invite you to share this episode and help us get the word out. For our Spotify listeners, we ask you to please rate our show as well. That can really help to grow our audience. But to all our listeners everywhere, we want to say thank you for listening and we'll see you in two weeks.